Hi, this is Meatloaf. Okay, kids, you know what time it is? You know what time it is? It's Outlaw Radio Time! This is Sean Young on Outlaw Radio. <laughs> it's Robert Hayes. I'm here on Outlaw Radio with Magic Matt. We are here to drink. We're here to smoke. We're here to interrupt. You may drink. You may smoke. You may interrupt. But I'm here to... Hi, this is Chuck Woolery at Lighten Up Lounge on Outlaw Radio. There's lots of fun, guys. Be back. Two and two. Hi, this is Gilbert Gottfried, and you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we smoke. We drink, and occasionally we bother people who look old and weak. Hi, this is Rick Dees with Magic Matt, a.k.a. Mr. Cigar, in the Lighten Up Lounge. We drink, we smoke, we... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. By the way, uh, my, uh, demons of decadence, feel free to sing along. What is it? Peanut. Peanut butter. Uh-huh. so good, but it's so hard to What is it? Well, peanut, peanut butter. Uh-huh, now. <laughs> Come on. Peanut butter. Early in the morning when they spread it on. peanut, peanut butter. Hit me now. I like you. It's Billy Vera right there. And he sings Peanut Peanut Butter. I say now. <laughs> what what is it? Peanut Peanut Butter. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Billy's never lost his chops, man. I sing now. Peanut butter too. Bite me, not me, ass now. Come on. Oh yeah, that's Billy Vera and that's Billy Vera and your Beatles, right? That we did that in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. There you oh, go. Man, that's the place to do that song. Yeah. Hell yeah. I P.S. I spent some time in Alabama. I had the greatest time. I went to the greatest dive bar that served one of the finest prime rib sandwiches. And when you hear the old, it's it's a classic old saying about a bar being on the other side of the tracks. Literally, I promise you, train tracks were here. The bar was on the other side of the tracks in not the greatest part of town. And and only about eh, 22 minutes from the casinos in, in Alabama, right? And so we walk in. My, the producer... Oh, God, I can't... So I can't tell you this story without telling you that... All right, I was in a movie with uh, Burt Reynolds. Who's that? So the producer of the movie and I walked in to this dive bar, sat down, 
peanut butter. Ordered a prime rib sandwich and a couple cocktails, and this place you could not see outside. There was absolutely no light, no windows, and it was the greatest time ever in Alabama, my friends. All right, there you go, man. So you know you know Alabama. I mean, you probably spent some time there. Muscle Shoals, my yeah, God. I, I, I recorded at Muscle Shoals in 1969 wow. and again in 1981. Oh, I love that. Yeah, man, with Jerry Wexler. Oh, the great Jerry Wexler. Yeah, you yeah how cool is that? Yeah. yeah. That's very cool. Yeah, that's uh, that's my friend of uh, many years, Billy Vera. I love this guy. He, uh, he'll he get in your face. There's you no know. accounting for taste, is yeah, there? Of course not. But he'll get in your face. <laughs> hey, I brought, I brought this uh, up to a buddy of mine, a guy by the name of uh, Abel uh, Guterres, and uh, he runs a company called the Remington Group. They, uh, they distribute the greatest pasta on the planet a week ago i wouldn't have told you this because i always thought that pasta was simply a recipient for sauce (laughs) i i I, honest to god the pasta itself i thought who who cares what give me a good sauce okay my my eyes are open i promise you i'm telling you this on my daughter's life this is the greatest pasta i have ever tasted it's called di checo pasta there's, the way they make the pasta is most pasta spaghetti is smooth if you run your hands up and down. And I do a lot of running my hands up and down. No, well, yeah, because I have information. No, I got a fact Hello. check. Hello. And it's usually smooth. This pasta has little bumps on it, so it holds the sauce. I kid you. I kid you not. This is the greatest pasta I have ever tasted. And the pot. So you only need a little tiny bit of sauce. And I've never found that. I always have to oversauce my pasta because obviously I've been using inferior crappy pasta all these years. Well, it depends on how you cook it too. Al no, no, al dente. Mark, 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 we all no. understand. We're all adults here. We know al dente. Most of us prefer it al dente. It's not all how you cook it. It's the flavor of the pasta itself. Thanks. This this di checo checo pasta is the greatest. So. My buddy from the Remington Group, who distributes this product, Abel Guterres, I mentioned Billy Vera was coming to the show. Unsolicited, he said, you know, that lyric is the greatest lyric I have ever heard in my life. It what, is peanut butter? Sta- oh, no. Sorry. It has stayed with me my entire life, and I adore Billy Vera because oh. of that lyric. Hey, how are you, Abel? Are you there, bud? Hey, uh, Matt, I'm here. How are you guys doing today? Okay. Well, enough of this small talk. Abel, Abel what, what is the line, Abel Guterres? Yeah, well, uh, hey, Billy, it's a real pleasure. Nice uh, to meet you, man. I, uh, after I was golfing with a group of friends, uh, one of the guys brought up, you know, what, what's the best line in, in any song? And it, it was like my moment. And I said, um, Billy Vera and the Beaters, at this moment, if you stay, I subtract 20 years from my life. Okay. I, I, I think that's the all-time greatest line. Thank you. You know, I, I I lived that line practically, man. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, that song, I, I started out writing it because I started, I had a real bogey and Bacall kind of uh, relationship with a 20-year-old girl. Mm. I was 33 at the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was telling me about how she uh, broke up with her boyfriend and how, how he suffered and it was torture for him. And so I wrote the first two-thirds of the song from his point of view as I perceived it. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a year later when she dumped me, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I wrote your line, Abel. I wrote your line, brother. <laughs> I, 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 I've seen you uh, twice live, and uh, both times it was uh, just a great experience. Thank you, man. You should have come last night. I had a 16-piece band with me, man. Wow. Oh, 16. That's, that's good. That's good ass. Best musicians in L.A. Yeah. Well, you attract them, Billy. Billy Vera, he attracts them. He does. Yep. Yeah. So you, you, know what, you know what Duke Ellington said about how do you attract such great musicians? No, what? Duke said, I pay them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So do, do you pay them? Do you pay them, Billy? As little as I can. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So there, there, you, there you have it. I just, I, it, it touched me that out of nowhere, Abel mentioned this, this song, and it's, and it comes out of you know, passion and his heart, and and I agree with him. There are two lines in top forty music that stand out for me. Billy Vera's is the one line, and the other line, which I believe is up there in the category of Billy's line from at this moment. Well, I'll be the judge of that. All right. And I, <laughs> hey, 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 Billy, Billy, what, one of the great things I love about you is because you will be the judge of that, and you will, and you will tell me honestly. Yeah, man. Here's the line. Uh, I'd rather live in his world than live without him in mine. Oh, that's a badass song. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, Gladys Knight. Right? You know that Gladys and I were born on the same day, same year. No kidding. May 28th, 1944. 1944. Yeah, wow. brother. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. But she looks a lot better than I do at this age. But <laughs> oh, Billy, you look great, man. Yeah. Yes, well, do. then keep your hands to yourself, motherfucker. <laughs> I may be fat, but I don't play that. Hey, Billy, <laughs> Billy, Billy, come on, man. Uh, all right, hey, 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 my friend uh, Abel uh, Gutierrez, I love this pasta so much that I sent him, and I never do this. I'm not a good follow-up guy. I, I ate a plate of this pasta last night. I sent him a text because it blew my mind. Thank you, Abel. Thank you for that incredible D Checo pasta, my friend. Hey, Abel, I'm going I'm to put my Rayo's sauce on it, man. That's no, no, that, no. No, That's, he's he's got even better. He's got as good as no, as good as Rails. I swear to God, tell him what. Uh, hey, all right, I'll try it. Hey, I'll try hey, once. Abel, tell Billy Vera what it is. Uh, carbone pasta sauce. It is off the free. Hey, Lori tasted it today. Yeah, it was I'm gonna try it. Huh, Lori? How good was it? Oh, I always say it was a 10, and I'm a New Yorker, so I'm always looking for gravy or sauce. Yeah. yeah. It was that good. It's yeah. hard to beat Rayo's, though. Yeah. I've been going to Rayo's since yeah. 1963. Yeah. Frankie was a bass player, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, we were playing some of them Times Square mafia clubs back in those days. You had to. They owned all of them. Yeah. And, and uh, so he said, he said, man, you, you should come up 
you should come up to my family's uh, restaurant. I said, where is it? He said, 114th and Pleasant Avenue in, in East Harlem, which is Italian Harlem, you know. Yeah. So I go up there. It was like six people in the place in those days. You know, it, was, it hadn't hit the, the, the big shots yet. Hey, Billy, it, it damn near only seats six. Well, you know, it's a very tiny place. It's small. I know. Yeah. I go there every time I'm back in New York. Yeah. Even though Frankie passed away. Right. So I, I, I've been going there ever since then, man. And, and I, I every time I go back to New York, you know, the, the they got orders to find me a table. <laughs> oh, they do. So, see, it's one of those places, Rayos, where there's... It's all about respect. Yeah. Hey, Lori, explain what you know about Rayos, because you've been there as well. Well, I wasn't there since 63, but I will tell you that I went there with Sonny Grasso, who they... Oh, he goes all the time, yeah. Yeah. And well, he he, was, he did. He, he passed away, did he not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. God, God bless cop. him. He by was, the way, by the way, Laurie, I want I want people to know who Sonny Grasso was. He was the man behind one of the greatest movies of all time. Laurie? Yes. Yeah, he was the French Connection. They wrote the movie yeah. The French yeah. Connection about him. Yeah. He was a cop then turned producer. And back in the day, back in the 80s, Billy, we used to go up there... And it was like you had the mob. Well, in there, when you, you said the- we, and the reason why a Lori Downey Jr., you know, a little gal from the island of Long, why would she be able to find herself into a Rayos? Because you married a man named Morton Downey Jr. Right. So I was married to Morton Downey Jr., and we were working with Sonny Grosso back the in the son day. of the Irish Nightingale. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And yeah. so back in the day, we went in the eighties, and it was. Back in that time, you'd have the mob on one side, you have the cops on the other, and it was uh, no holds barred. Nothing could happen, no matter how bad the cops wanted to get those mobsters. <laughs> you just are eating dinner, and nothing could happen in that restaurant. But what that about the? Rayo's. But what about the fact that that people who visit Rayos in New York, they they all on the verge of literally own those friggin' booths and tables there. Now oh, yeah. nowadays they do, yeah. Yeah. You could you could park your Mercedes with the windows and doors open, right? And nobody would ever bother you that around Rio's, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a what a great. You place. know the 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 local gang was cats I knew. It was the Harlem Red Wings. Okay. They they their rivals were the Golden Guineas from across the river in the Bronx. <laughs> oh, oh, great. And and the Ford and the, and What the, you got to know is the Golden Guineas, all right? The Golden Guineas and the Fordham Baldies yeah. was from a, another part of the Bronx, but but the, but the Harlem Red Wings was the baddest of cats, man. Yeah. yeah. Well, God. Well, I, if, if I could jump in here, yeah. I, I I I've been to. Uh, Reyes, I've been to Patsy's. I've oh, been I love the Patsy's. On you're, the, you're talking about the Patsy's 118th and First Avenue. Yeah, they're, they're, they're all great. I love that place. They make a great steak there. Yeah. great steak. Yep. Yeah, but 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 I I can tell you, um, in reference to Reyes, again, great restaurant. It's great, but now just so you know, the sauce that you see in the grocery store. It's now owned by a uh, an investment group. I know. So it's not owned by Reyes anymore. So so that's why again. Try Carbones. Carbones is fantastic. It's this. Uh, it's, a, 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 everyone there, I'll make it's sure empty. that I get samples to map to, to get to you. Of course. I, I, I'm going to try to. It's empty, brother. Abel. <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, by the way, Abel. You know, let Laurie give, 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 Abel, give Abel my address. No, no. I get, I, yeah, we'll, get, we'll get it done. We'll, we, in fact, we'll get together. By the way, did you hear Matt say he ate your pasta last night? Then he ate all your stuff. Oh, yeah. Matt, you know but what? I'm still stuck on those bumps, man. Yeah. Those yeah, bumps, so you man. Know what? What? It's like, it's like I, I'm thinking if I, if I eat a pasta with bumps, it's like eating monkey pox. Well, actually, no, no. No. You need to be vaccinated. Let's make it clear. It's, 
I had to get that line out. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, no. That, that I get that, but but other pastas are made with a steel drum. Yeah. The Chekhov's made with a bronze die. Ooh. So it's not bumps. It's it's indentations in the pasta, and that's what oh, holds okay. the sauce. Okay, I, I can handle that. And it really, you know, and when, so when Abel when Abel expressed this story to me, I'm thinking, oh yeah, right. Okay, it's going to hold the the uh, sauce better. It's one hundred percent correct. You know, I got. You only need a tiny bit of sauce. It's incredible, and, and it's incredible stuff. Yep. I'm, I'm actually surprised, man, yeah. because you strike me or have always stricken me as somewhat of a food connoisseur. Stricken because me. no, he said the, stricken, but that's okay. I know. Continue. You, yeah. you, you always the way you talk about food and steak and preparation yes. and all this. I'm yeah. surprised yeah. that you didn't know this. I knew this. My chick cooks pasta, and when she sends me, it's Tacheco. Wow. Oh, is that right? Yes. And the the sauce that she makes yeah. by hand. Right is very little. Yeah, very little on it. Like I knew this. Yeah. See, I I learned it, and, and it always pissed me off when I'm in a restaurant and eating Italian food. I always I, I usually go for the classic spaghetti and meat, meatballs. Sometimes I'll do a chicken parmigiana, but I always feel like I'm getting ripped off. They're not putting enough sauce on there. But then after I eat it, I realize, yeah, this is good. It's enough sauce because with the right pasta, you don't need a ton of sauce. It, yeah. You can over. Sauce thing. Yes. See what you've taught me, Abel Gutierrez. Man, yeah, thank you. You're you're my uh, if if I were officially Jewish, you'd be my Yiddish cup. <laughs> well, I, give him my address too, because I'm tired <laughs> of going to the store. All right. You need you need to taste my my pasta and broccoli and sausage. Oh, oh. I get the sausage from uh, Bay Cities in in uh, which is the only good Italian deli. Yeah, it's in Santa Monica. On uh, oh yeah, know the place. Been, know the place. been there forever. Yeah, yeah been there been forever. There. Yeah, I get I get I get a box of the sausage, and I bring it home. I free I freeze them and man. bring them out. I put them in there with a little broccoli, little garlic. Mm, and that oh, sounds man. good, man. Man. Yeah. Well, I have I have some pasta for you to take home. So you I'm can, beautiful. I'm oh, happy. Yeah. And right. I, I, I'm happy. I thank you, Abel. Yeah. Hey, Abel. Thank, thank you, buddy. I'll let you guys go. Yeah. Thank you hey, for thank you for being in our lives, and I'm glad you could spend some time with the illustrious. It was a pleasure, Billy Vera. Oh, and and and, and uh, before I go, yeah. Um, thank you very much. Tony Orlando did call me. Oh, okay, okay, boy. I, I'll tell you what. <laughs> yeah. He met, he also mentioned that he loves Tony Orlando yeah. and saw him twice in Missouri, and I said, you know, it so happens that Tony is a buddy of mine so he he did so tony did call you he, he called and uh I, I can remember watching his variety show with oh, my yeah. parents and uh yeah we 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 That's talked cool. and he had a show yeah. um that Jeez. evening so he he said he had to rest his pipes but but th- thank you very much my sisters were pretty excited when i told them because uh <laughs> they're also big fans as well oh yeah uh, oh it's oh, nothing it's nothing it's just tony orlando calling me that's all yeah he's well, a good yeah. guy you know i've known him since 1967 well i want to talk i want to talk tony with you in just a second yeah. hey abel uh the way i see it is um even though you delivered all this great pasta and sauce thank you um and thank you but um you're yeah, welcome yeah it appears to me that uh well you you owe me all right there we go there's a able able good i'm kidding able good Terrors, my friends. Yeah, he is. So, Tony Orlando, I, in in all of the loquaciousness between Tony and I, and we talk about once every uh, week or once every couple weeks, and we'll talk politics, we'll talk everything. Yeah, he's one of the good dudes, man. Yeah, I've I've never, and I don't know why I've never mentioned mentioned Billy Vera, but you've known him since the '60s. '67. We were me and Larry Chance were on his show a couple weeks ago. 
He got a radio show on WABC. Yeah, he does. Yes, oh, yeah. 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 It's an hour, man. Cause, oh, that's cause, beautiful. Because me and Larry just made a new record. Oh, that's great. I, is it out? Is it ready? It's on Spotify, all that shit. Okay. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the story of how it happened. Yeah. I got a gig at my high school last June, right? Archbishop Stepanak High School in White Plains, New York. Yeah. And uh, we sold out like a thousand people. And but they had some lame disc jockey that had me do an interview right. about a week or two before. I said I can't have this guy introduce me, man. He's too lame. <laughs> okay. So I call up Larry Chance. You know who Larry is. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, man. Of course. Yeah. So I said, Larry, man, would you save me and introduce me? He said, Yeah, man, you're my idol. I'm. Gonna, I'll come. So he comes to the show. He gives me his flowery introduction and. And uh, so I do my show, and, and at the end, I bring Larry out, and we do an impromptu version of Stand By Me. Nice. You know, Benny's our friend. Nice. Oh, I love that. We, so we yeah. got a standing ovation, man. Yes. So a couple of weeks later, he calls me up, and he says, you know, I, I cut a track on Stand By Me. I said, Larry, the world don't need another ver greatest record yeah. ever made. Yeah. He said, no, no, you got to hear this, man. It's, it's a totally reimagining of the song. I, so he sends it to me. I said, holy fuck. Man, yeah, it's like Count Basie doing Stand By Me. <laughs> yes. So I put my. You heard it, Lord. I did hear it. Yeah. I love it. Thank you. So he put. I put my voice on. I send him back the thing, and yeah, and, and he, he gets it out. It's out there now. Wow, man. man. You know what? I, I gotta hear because I love that song anyway. But if it's no, this is really good. We, wow. it, we kill yeah. it. We kill it, man. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. How does that relate to Tony Orlando? Oh, so Tony had us on his show. <laughs> yeah. Because he, yeah. he loves the song. Oh. I, I played our version for Mike Stoller, who uh, was one of the writers of, yeah. of the tune. And he said, man, I said, this is good as uh, the record we made with Benny, man. I said, wow. He said, we got, I got a girl who works at my publishing. He said, her one job is to get our songs. And you know how many songs Lieber and Stoller have? Yeah, tons, yeah. tons. He said, he said her job is to get our songs placed in movies and TV shows and commercials. Right. He said, because that's the only way you're going to make any money These nowadays. days, yeah, man. You know, because people don't buy records no more. Yeah, I, I'm a fan of Benny King's uh, Supernatural, too. Oh, know? yeah, that was a nice comeback, man. Yeah, yeah, God rest his soul. Mm, he's God. a beautiful cat. Yeah. I, I never met the man, but I oh, heard you would have loved things. Him. You would have loved him. Hey, P man. hey, P.S. Uh, I'm helping uh, Tony with his uh, his audio processing on his microphone on his WABC show hmm. because uh, a few weeks back I said, "Hey, Tony, you sound like crap." And <laughs> no. you and yeah, really? Of course. By the way, that's honest. Yeah, you, you, of you, course. Well, you know what? You know what? Friend, you know what friends do? They're honest with yeah. each other. Yeah, that's right. And if you love somebody, you're going to be honest with them. You want them to sound the best. You can. bet your ass. And so I. I said, man, you should be sounding like God coming through those speakers. Right. And so I got together with his brother on the phone. His brother is his engineer. And I, I said, buy this one piece of equipment. It's only a couple hundred bucks. So we're not talking. I said, can you afford that? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, it's Tony Orlando, for God's sakes. <laughs> he, he's got a few shekels after all these years. I would hope. So they got the, <laughs> the processing, and now I'm going to help them tweak that. So he sounds like God on WABC in New York. Nice. But That's number one show in new york no man. i know he, he's kicking ass and and, yeah. and when you know when tony calls me he says matt he said matt you know i just did the show and he said i have no business doing a radio show when there's a guy like you out there no <laughs> oh yeah that's that's tony that's tony all the way that yeah. is tony but you know i'm i'm so glad that we are of like minds because i'll tell you this 
You know, last time Billy Vera was on uh, Outlaw Radio, and for those of you uh, who would like to see Billy and my own self and those cast of uh, Demons of Decadence here on Outlaw Radio, punch in Magic Matt's Outlaw Radio on YouTube. It's the only way you'll find us. They do everything they can because they're fascist pigs at YouTube. They'll do everything they can to keep us down. Yeah, and that's the honest to God truth. Last time Billy Vera was here, I had Rick Dees call in. And Rick, you know, Rick, say, hey, Billy, Billy, God bless you. I just love you. And um, wow. And this is the greatness of Billy. Billy is not kissing anyone's ass. And he calls out BS when it's time to call out BS. And so after the interview, a couple days later, and I won't tell you what what came down, but you can find our podcast somewhere out there under Magic Match Outlaw Radio. And and Dee's calls me and says, wow, um, man, you know, that, that... that Billy, you know, I, he was my uh, he was my band on my uh, Into the Night TV show, and he was so mean. He was, you know, Billy was so mean to me. <laughs> he loves it. And I and I said, no, he Billy was, was like a badge of honor. Yeah, yeah hey, man. He, why would you give him attention? <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be this after back with the great, and I do mean the great Billy Vera on Outlaw Radio. Rusty. Drinking, smoking, interrupting. Outlaw Radio.